This morning we invite you to the book of Hebrews chapter 11. The book of Hebrews chapter 11. We're going to begin reading with verse number 8. And we'll be reading down through verse number 19. Beginning with verse number 8. And reading down through verse number 19. Writer of Hebrews writes, beginning with verse 8, By faith Abraham when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for inheritance, obeyed. And he went out not knowing whither he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang there even of one and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude and as a sand which is by the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country, and truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country that is an heavenly. Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. By faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. And he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of uh, his word. <clears throat> this morning we want to continue on with that of our study of the theme of salvation that we have been upon on for the past several weeks uh, now. And our focus text this morning will be verse number 8, where the writer writes this, By faith, Abraham... <laughs> when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for inheritance, obeyed. And he went out not knowing whither he went. Now the text begins here with familiar words which are found throughout chapter 11. And those familiar words are by faith. As you look down through the chapter here, you find by faith Abel, by faith Enoch, by faith Noah, by faith Abraham, by faith Isaac, by faith Jacob, by faith Joseph, by faith Moses, by faith princesses Israel, by faith the walls of Jericho, by faith the harlot Rahab. 
one reading down through this chapter immediately understands very clearly that one major theme of this chapter is that of faith. And chapter 11 is known as the chapter of the heroes of faith, the saints, hall of fame, the honor roll of Old Testament saints. Because all through out of the chapter, we have a listing of the saints of God of old and speaking of their faith. Now, our subject this morning is going to be the faith of Abraham. The faith of Abraham. And the first thing that we want to consider is that of the context of our text, which is verse number 8. And we did this back several weeks ago on a Sunday uh, afternoon service. But we want to go back, for those who perhaps were not here, uh, and give just a very quick review uh, of that of the background leading up to that of our text, that of the context of our text. Now, the immediate context we can see very quickly is that of the faith of three Old Testament saints. That of Abel, that of Enoch, and that of Noah. As we go back to the very beginning of the chapter, the writer of Hebrews, he begins the chapter by saying, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that these things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. The writer of Hebrews begins the chapter by giving us somewhat of a definition of faith. He says, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Or another way of putting that would be the assurance of things hoped for. The evidence or the conviction of things not seen. And then the writer of Hebrews goes on to tell us that by faith, the elders obtained a good report. And then he gives an illustration of that faith by giving us the example of creation. Now, that's the basic context leading up to that of our text in verse number 8. As one thinks about the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews, the question that immediately arises is, why does the author give us this chapter? Why does the author give us this chapter? Well, if we understand some background leading up to the book, I believe we have the answer with, along with a couple verses that we'll draw your attention to. The book of Hebrews is written to that of Hebrew believers or Jewish believers. They were ones who were going through that of great tribulation trial. Tribulation for that of their faith. Their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. The writer of Hebrews sets all throughout the book that Christ is better, better than the angels, uh, better than uh, uh, that of Moses, better than that of the prophets. 
He is that of the supreme sacrifice, the one who paid the sin debt, whom God was well pleased with and whose sacrifice was accepted. However, we have to understand that the Jewish believers, their past had been that of where they went to the temple where sacrifices were offered up. Animal sacrifices. And the message of Hebrews is is that those sacrifices are no longer needed. That Christ is sufficient. That of His sacrifice is sufficient. Now, you can understand a little bit, I believe, these Jewish believers, they had been steeped in that of Judaism. And they had forsaken that of Judaism. They had forsaken that of Judaism for that of belief in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because of their trials or tribulations that they were going through, there was question in their mind. Well, really, you know, is this what we should have done? Should we have looked to that of Jesus rather than continuing on in that of the faith that we know uh, from that of our past? And of course, what the writer of Hebrews says is, Jesus is sufficient. Now, the question of why the 11th chapter of Hebrews. I say to you that this 11th chapter of Hebrews is a chapter of encouragement for these Jewish people. And if you look back to verses 38 and 39 of chapter 10, I believe that we also have some additional information that helps us to understand that of the chapter here before us. Back in verse 38 of chapter 10, it says, Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we're not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. The writer of Hebrews is telling these Hebrew believers that their faith is that of saving faith. We're not of those who draw back or turn back, but we are those who believe to the saving of the soul. We're those who persevere in that of the faith, and that faith being none other than that of the, the true faith, faith in God, and that of His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. So it's in light of this that the writer of Hebrews gives us this glorious chapter. Because in this chapter we learn about that of the Old Testament saints and that of their faith. That of their faith in God and how that they were victorious through that of their faith in God. Now if you'll note with me back to chapter 1 of the book of Hebrews. The writer of Hebrews begins the epistle with these words. He says, God, who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by His Son, whom He has appointed heir of all things, by whom also He made the world, who being the brightness of His glory and the express image of His person and hoping all things by the word of His power, when He had by Himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty 
on high. You'll note how the writer of Hebrews begins the epistle here. He begins by referring them back to that of how that God revealed Himself through that of the fathers and that of the prophets. And now, in these last days, through His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. So this is the message of Hebrews. The context of our text is that of a listing of those ones who by faith they persevered to the end. In verse number 4 we have Abel who by faith offered offered a more excellent sacrifice. We have Abel the worshiper. In that of verse 5, we have Enoch. Enoch. That of the one who walked with God. And then we have that of Noah, who, warned of God, obeyed. Obeyed the message that was given to him. Now, as we come to that of our text, we have that of Abraham. And we read verses 8 through 19, because all of these verses they speak of that of Abraham. You can see there's a very large number of verses here that are set apart for that of Abraham. Abraham was a great Old Testament saint of God. And there's much in Scripture that we're told of with regards to that of Abraham. And here in that of our text, We're told by faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should have to receive for inheritance, obeyed, and he went out not knowing whither he went. We would point out to you that Abraham here, who is an Old Testament saint, that he was one who was of the faith. He was one who was of the faith. Just like that of Noah. Just like that of Enoch. Just like that of Abel. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should have to receive for inheritance, obeyed. And he went out not knowing whither he went. So we're, we have Abraham being brought before us. That of his faith being brought before us. And that of what Abraham had to take place in that of his life. We're told that he was given a call by faith Abraham when he was called to go out into a place which he should have to receive for an inheritance. Abraham was given a call We'll note that in just a minute in more detail as to who it came from. He was given that of a call to go out into a place which he should have to receive for inheritance. And he obeyed. He obeyed that of the call. And he went out not knowing whither he went. Who was Abraham? 
Let's begin there this morning. Who was Abraham? Well, there's much as we've already said that is given to us in that of the scriptures about that of Abraham. But we want to begin by giving you just a little bit of historical background to that of Abraham, that of his father, and that of his birthplace. In Genesis chapter 11, verses 26 through 27, we're told, And Terah lived 70 years and begat Abraham, Nahor, and Haran. These are the generations of Terah. Terah begot Abraham, Nahor, and Haran, and Haran begot Lot. The father of Abraham was Terah. The birthplace of Abraham was the Ur of Chaldees, a city of Mesopotamia. In Genesis chapter 11, verse 31, we're told, And Terah took Abraham his son, and Lot the son of Haran, his son's son, and Sarah his daughter-in-law, his son Abram's wife, and they went forth with them from the Ur of Chaldees to go into the land of Canaan, and they came into Haran and dwelt there. Now, we're told here that they went forth from that of the Ur of Chaldees. This was an ancient city in Mesopotamia. (coughs) Joshua, when he writes with regards to that of Abraham, he describes Abraham and that of his family that they were idolaters that they were worshippers of of, of idols so that's the background of Abraham he was born in the Ur of Chaldees a very large city of Mesopotamia and he was an idolater we're told here in our text that he received that of a call he received that of a call. Now, we said we would take note of where that call came from. In the book of Acts chapter 7, if you turn there with us. Acts chapter 7. We have Stephen. And he's before the high priest in this chapter. Then said the high priest, Are these things so? And he said, that is Stephen, Men and brethren and fathers, hearken, the God of glory appeared unto our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia before he dwelt in Haran. Here we see from these words from the mouth of Stephen that... Abraham, that the Lord appeared unto him. The God of glory appeared unto our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia before he dwelt in Haran and said unto him, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and come into the land which I shall show thee. Here we have the God of glory appearing unto that of Abraham and giving him that of a message 
Now, for a fuller, detailed account of that message, let's turn over to Genesis chapter 12 for a moment. Genesis chapter 12. In Genesis chapter 12 and verse number 1, it says, Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I'll bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I'll bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curse thee. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Later on down in chapter, the Lord reveals unto Abraham that of the land uh, that would be given unto him and that of his seed. So Abraham, he received a call, and it was a call from God. Our text says, by faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should have to receive for inheritance, obeyed. Obeyed. And he went out not knowing whither he went. The two verbs of action here in this text is obeyed and went out. He obeyed the Lord. He did what the Lord told him to do. And he departed. He departed from that of the Ur of Chaldees to go to that land which God told him he would give unto him. The promises that the Lord gave unto him. He said, go, and these, these promises will come to pass. Now let's just stop and think. Here we have Abraham and his family. They live in the Ur Chaldees. And the Lord appears unto Abraham and tells him, reveals us unto him. Now from a natural standpoint, one would have thought, well, Abraham, here he is already in Erechaldees. He's already, he's already got his life basically, you know, set up there. Why would he leave? Why would he leave that of the Erechaldees? The answer is found in those words. When he was called to go out into a place which he should have to receive for inheritance, he obeyed. You see, Abraham received that of a call from God. God revealed Himself unto him. And when God revealed Himself unto that of Abraham, the Almighty God became real unto him. The Almighty God gave him the promises. You say, well, Abraham was an idolater. Yes, he was. But see, God changed Abraham. Whereas Abraham had been not of an idolater, 
when the God of glory revealed himself unto him. He came to believe in him. You say, well, how do you know that, Brother Steve? By the simple word that he obeyed. He obeyed. He obeyed that of what the Lord told him to do and, the, and he received the promises that God had given. Now this call wasn't just any ordinary call, beloved. It was a call from the Almighty God. And you say, well, how does this all apply to me? The Scriptures speak of that of a general call that goes forth whenever the Gospel is proclaimed. That Gospel message having to do, or, or uh, declaring that Jesus Christ, that He is the Savior, that He died upon the cross to pay the sin debt for all those who would believe upon Him. That's the general call. That's the general Gospel call there. But you see, the call that we speak of here, that we read of here, was not just that general call. For you see, the general call goes out on a regular basis wherever the Gospel is proclaimed. And not everybody takes heed to it, do they? But then there are those who do. And you know what the difference is? The difference is, is that of the type of call that it is. It's a call that is a gracious call. It is a call, beloved, that is an effectual call. It's a call that brings about that of a mighty change in the heart of the one who receives it. Whereas they are in their past unbelievers, they become believers. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should have to receive for inheritance, obeyed and he went out not knowing whither he went. His faith was in the God of glory. His faith was based upon the revelation that God gave unto him. It was an obedient faith. It was a faith with that of conviction. It was a faith which believed in that which could not be seen. It was a faith which laid hold upon that of the promises. It was a faith that was indeed the results of that of God's grace shown unto him. And the evidence he obeyed and he went out. He obeyed and he went out not knowing whither he went. He believed God. <coughs> and he took him as word. I would ask you this morning, have you ever had that experience? Where God has revealed Himself unto you? The God of glory, the only God, the sovereign God, the gracious God, the merciful God. Our prayer is that that is the case with you.
that God has revealed Himself unto you and has given you grace to believe, to trust in Him. To believe that of the Gospel message, the message of Jesus Christ, the Savior, the only hope for sinners. We want to have a closing hymn on the back of your bulletin this morning. We have a hymn. Out of hell, no Thank <laughs> you.